What are you doing? Eating some cheese? I'm eating some cheese. As we start this podcast, mm-hmm. just mowing down on some cheese? Well, I figured you would talk for a while and I would eat some cheese and then I would join you. Okay. Let me do the intro then. Go for it. Hey everybody, welcome to Pick a Side Stupid. This week I'm here with my co-host and wife, Sarah Morgan. She's not going to say hello because she's busy eating cheese. say hello. Oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> and this week we're going to talk about two different things, uh, Dolly Parton and our favorite movies growing up, which maybe those have an overlap. Did you watch a lot of Dolly Parton movies as a kid? I did not. No, you just listened to her music a lot? Mm-hmm. Okay. So no overlap. No overlap. Okay. But those are the last two shows that we did. So if you want to check them out, go on to YouTube and uh, check out Pick a Side Stupid on there. Um, so let's start with Dolly. You're a big Dolly fan. I am. I don't think I had ever heard a Dolly Parton song until we got together. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I mean, I heard I Will Always Love You, but sang by... Whitney Houston. I'm sure you heard Jolene before you met me. I don't know if I ever heard Jolene before I met you. Wow. Well, you're a Tennessean now, so it's good that you caught up. Yeah. Uh, but great song, mm-hmm. obviously. But I would say that uh, everybody knows Dolly, Parton mu- Dolly Parton's music, and everybody knows Jolene. Uh, so I'd rather talk about her movies, okay. which are not as well-known. I think 9 to 5 is fairly well known. Yeah, 9 to 5 is well known for sure. Um, but I'd say like Rhinestone with Sylvester Stallone, a lot of people don't realize was a movie that existed. Yeah, I had not heard of that. And you can't find it anywhere. We tried to find it to watch it. It's not streaming anywhere. And we would have had to buy, what, like a $40 DVD? I don't even think it was a DVD. I think it was like... It's it was, only on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. And I had to stop you from doing that. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to see it so badly. We tried to watch it on YouTube, like some weird like bootleg copy, but it was unwatchable. Yeah. Beca- not because of how bad the movie was. I'm sure the movie is fantastic, but because they had like bad audio on it and the the screen was like sideways yeah, on there for some reason. Weird. Yeah, it was strange. But anyways, if anybody has a copy of... Um, Rhinestone with Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone, please send it to Bristol, Tennessee so that we can watch it. Yeah. That's that's it. I just wanted to ask that before we go on. Um, we did watch Wild Texas Wind. We did. With Dolly Parton and Gary Busey. That was a pretty weird movie, but I liked it. As her boyfriend, husband. Yeah. Did they get married? Yeah, they got there? married. What a weird pairing. Yeah. That that year, so that movie seemed like it was like a Hallmark type movie, right? Or no. Oxygen. What's the channel where it's always about a woman like yeah, that's, that's oxygen, abused? I think. I don't know. But it, yeah. It felt like that sort of thing. Like a Lifetime movie. Yeah. It did. Where you're going to kind of learn a lesson about 
She didn't learn her lesson, though. That was part of the problem. She, yeah, she was strangely. It took her a long time. Yeah, it took her a long time. And Spoiler alert on this movie from the 70s. 80s? 70s. It was from 91. Dang. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It looked like the production quality looked real low. Yeah. Um, but I remember it was 91 because it was the same year that oh, Point Break right. came out. And Gary Busey was also in Point Break. Mm-hmm. And my working theory is that Gary Busey was doing pretty good. Yeah. You know, he's working with Keanu Reeves and, you know, really killing in Hollywood. And the uh, person that we see today that's really fallen off and nobody wants to work with, it's because he was in a movie abusing Dolly Parton. I mean, that makes sense to me. And people saw that and they got angry at Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. But they couldn't see that before 91 because the movie wasn't out until 91. you're right. So... Point Break comes out, people go, oh, Gary Busey, a pretty good actor here as the, as the cop. And then Wild Texas Wind comes out and ruins his career, yeah, I'm sure. Everybody saw that movie, too, I would assume. Probably got seen about as much as Point Break, I would say, yeah. <laughs> and what was the other one that we watched? Uh, the Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. That's right. Which is also a very well-known movie. Yeah, that's a very well-known movie, but... I would say that Burt Reynolds is 100% a better match for Dolly oh, Parton. Yeah. In a Although movie. they had zero chemistry. It was very weird. Yeah, it didn't feel... It was very wholesome for a movie about a whorehouse. Yeah. A lot of dance numbers and yeah. songs. It was and... very squeaky clean, too. She was like, you girls keep your noses clean. No drinking or cursing in my whorehouse. <laughs> It was. That's that's how she. It really was. There was a whole song about it. That was the uh, that was the movie where she was like, "Hey, if you see someone without a smile, give them yours." Yeah. It's like you're so you're so wholesome. And she's like donating money to the little league. Although that's the whole point of the movie, right? Is that you you want her and her whorehouse to succeed? Yeah, you do. You really do. You want her to keep it open. Yeah, she's a good person. Tolly Parton in the. 80s with best little whorehouse in texas and nine to five was already it's kind of what my twitter feed looks like now it's like very progressive it's like (laughs) sex workers deserve a place and you know it shouldn't be criminalized and you know in nine to five they're like women should have equal pay and we should have um equal job opportunities equal job opportunities but also like uh in work child care mm-hmm. and job sharing so that people that are working part-time can yep. stuff like that in the 80s and Unheard uh of. well jennifer tilly dolly parton and jane fonda are kind of like quite the the crew dolly parton obviously has had a lot of hits she's had like something like 40 plus number one hits on the country mm-hmm. music chart um but a lot of them have come through like movies. Mm-hmm. Like Nine to Five, obviously, that was written for the movie. It became a hit. Right. And then that movie that we were talking about, Rhinestone, mm-hmm. which was not good. Right. It was total flop. But she had like four hits come out of that mm-hmm. movie. And then her biggest hit ever was in The Bodyguard. Was in The Bodyguard, yeah. and it was sung by Whitney Houston. And that was the only one of her songs that ever was number one on the, like, Hot 100. Right. That was, like, mainstream music, not just, like, country. So movies have been, like, a real vehicle for Dolly Parton yeah. to, 
like hit number one or maybe just to write songs like yeah, maybe she just needs that inspiration of having a story yeah like i don't know that like nine to five wouldn't have been a number one for her if it hadn't been in the movie like i don't know how popular the it's movie a very was very catchy song <laughs> right but would she have written that song yeah, if they weren't not. like we're making this movie yeah you know and the inspiration for that song came from her acrylic fingernails that's right yeah. it's credited on the um lining of the cd if you yep. buy it she plays the fingernails she does i have um a couple of questions about dolly and i want to see if you know okay. all of the answers you okay? told me to at, to prepare questions for you and i did not you didn't so you didn't prepare any questions i have no questions okay i do have a question but we'll get to it later. i just have like a little dolly pardon trivia oh. do you think that you could answer i think i will correctly? be terrible at this but let's do really? it really you're a big Dolly fan. Yeah, but I don't have a good brain for, like, facts. Okay. Uh, th- these are easy. Who's taller, Dolly Parton or Joe Pesci? Dolly Parton. I mean, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is taller. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I don't right. know why. I just, got, I just can't stop saying her name. <laughs> um, She's five feet tall. Yeah, and he's five foot three. Yeah. Okay. Finish this quote by Dolly Parton. Okay. My songs are like my children, comma. I love them all the same. That's a great answer. But what she actually says is, I expect them to support me when I'm old. Did she really? (laughs) I like that. I've never heard that quote before, but I like it. Um, Okay, that's the whole trivia section. I was excited for more trivia. Oh, do you want more? Okay, I can can find more. I mean, we don't have to do that. Nope. I'm going to ask you some trivia questions right now about Dolly. Okay. Uh, what's the name of the charity that Dolly runs that gives kids books? The Imagination Library. That's right. Uh, who plays her lover in Wild Texas Wind? Burt Reynolds. Okay. No, uh, Gary Busey. Oh, right. Not the best little Okay. In, uh, in 9 to 5, she smokes a joint with some friends and imagines what? Oh, that she is a cowgirl and she's wrangling and hog tying her boss. That is awesome. <laughs> correct. Her and Lily Tomlin and um, Joan Fonda. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda each take like a turn imagining how they would kill their boss. Yeah. Hers was the best one, I think. I gotta say, nine to five holds up much better than I would have thought and it was way better than I imagined. I was like, I'll sit through this. Yeah, I've but tried I'm not going to enjoy it. That for a while. And then I watched it, and I was like, "This is actually really good." Oh, we didn't we didn't revisit Steel Magnolias. That was also a big movie. For oh her. yeah, but we we watched that like two months ago. Yeah, but I was just saying, you were saying not all of her movies are successful. And that oh, one yeah. was she was not really a leading character in that, but she had a pretty big part. Yeah. Uh, how many times has Dolly been married? Extra points if you can name all of her husbands. One. Oh, his name is John something, and I can't remember his last name. It is not Pardon. His name is, you're correct, it's one time, and it's for 54 years she's been married to the same guy, and his name is Carl Thomas Dean. That's right. Okay. And you never see him. And the last question was about the instrumental on um, 9 to 5, which you already answered before I even asked it. So that's it. Cool. Those are all of my questions having to do with her. Okay. That's fair. Do you I have, have any question. questions for me? I do. Great. What is your favorite ride at Dollywood? Oh, my favorite ride at Dollywood. Um, and 
I think it's just my favorite because it surprised me. <laughs> but it's the one that when you go in, it's like an indoor roller coaster. And when we were at Dollywood, you and I were at Dollywood because you took me there. Um, you were like, I want to go into this roller coaster. It's like a kid's roller coaster. It's really like kind of not scary and it's not even that fun, but I'm just like nostalgic for it. And we went in and it was like kind of slow. And then like halfway through, it just gets really intense. And you're like, oh yeah, I was just messing with you. <laughs> and I want to do that to somebody else. So I think that's my favorite one because I would like to also p- pull that prank on somebody else. And I also think that's the one that has as you're going through it, like on one of the slow times, there's like a scene of Dolly, what's supposed to be Dolly Parton, on top of a roof telling firefighters to save her oh, as they the like run back mine. and forth with that like old timey like little thing that they hold for yeah. people to jump off of buildings onto. Yeah. And but she's like a blow up doll essentially with yeah, a twig. Yeah. It's like a twig with like two watermelons me. underneath <laughs> a shirt. You know that that ride predates. Dollywood. It was part of Silver Dollar City before Dolly bought that and turned it into Dollywood. So it's a really old ride, which makes it even scarier. Yeah, because you're in like a what's supposed to be a coal cart going through a coal mine. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. And you're not like strapped in at all either, which makes it extra scary. You're just like sitting in a bucket. Well, that's why it's believable that it's gonna be real slow the whole time because there's nothing. There's no like overhead shoulder type of thing bar to hold on to there's a bar but it's like from like 1920 you know you're just like this thing probably won't hold me if anything happens and then all of a sudden you're going backwards Mm -hmm. and no that one's not the one that goes backwards well anyways you confused it with the uh the fire station ride but that's okay anyways everybody should go to dollywood dollywood's great they've got a nice um bird sanctuary with eagles and hawks and other birds like that. Um, they have a, a model of what Dolly Parton's childhood home mm-hmm. looked like, which was approximately the size of a kitchen, yep. of like a person's kitchen nowadays. Um, and you can they see have, all of her costumes. You can see all her costumes. And they have a lot of roller coasters and stuff, which is nice. And the people that run the roller coasters, these girls are dressed in like Dolly... <laughs> Like <laughs> these Period. dresses that are from when Dolly was a child, I guess. And they all look so sad. Yeah. That's probably a crappy job. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I mean, everybody that works at amusement parks always looks miserable because you're just like hot and repeating. The yeah. Same I mean, when I was over. 17 years old working, I was miserable. Yeah. Whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, that's Dolly Parton. Let's talk about movies that we've watched okay. a million times. Okay. This is like part two of this week's podcast. It could be, yeah, it could be in two sections if we talked about Dollywood too much. No, we talked about Dollywood the appropriate amount, I think. I mean, I could go on, but I won't. Well, if you have something to say, now's the time, Sarah. (laughs) We're not going to talk about Dollywood every week, but we can talk about it now. We can talk about Dollywood every week, just not for the podcast. Okay. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, let's talk about movies that we've watched so many times. Mm -hmm. Um, the ones that we really focused on this week were from our childhood, early childhood, early, early childhood. And we asked the Facebook group, pick a side to do a Facebook group, what movies they've watched a million times. That made me feel real old. And I'll tell you some of them that people said, but I also want to go through the ones that 
that we did. Um, so we'll start with ours. Okay. So the movie that you chose, and we watched this mm-hmm. this week. We paid three dollars and ninety nine cents to watch this movie. It's called The Last Unicorn, and I think Jeff Bridges is one of the voices he on is. it. He is. Yeah. And Mia Farrow. Oh, okay. As well. Yeah, and it's like an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. And Which is this pretty long for a cartoon. This is a movie that you loved as a child. Yes. I did. Okay. I loved it. What appealed to you about this movie? I was just very into unicorns as a child. Okay. So the <laughs> the idea of the movie, in case you haven't gotten it just from the title, it's about the last unicorn. All the other unicorns have been sort of eradicated from the earth. Well, she doesn't know what happened to them. That's that's why she has to go find them. Right, but the opening scene is like this guy on horseback telling another guy on horseback like, oh, that unicorn there is the last mm-hmm. one on earth. All the other ones have been uh, taken away or left or whatever, right? So yes. the whole point of the movie is that she's the last unicorn mm-hmm. on earth. And now she wants to go find what happened to the other ones. Right. And by doing so, she essentially walks straight into the trap, the trap mm-hmm. where all the other unicorns had gone. Oh, well, you left out a whole lot of stuff, but that's okay. Well, tell me what I left out. Well, the whole part where she got caught by a witch and was part of a like sideshow of, of like mythical creatures mm-hmm. or where she got turned into a human. Oh, yeah, she did get turned, turned back into a, into a unicorn. Lots of stuff happened in that movie. You may not have been paying super close attention to it. No, I remember when she was part of the sideshow because I remember there was a bird that was a harpy, which a is harpy. the mythical creature that carries souls to the afterlife. Uh-huh. And uh, I remember you were like, this bird has giant boobs. <laughs> it did. So I remember that part. Yeah. Okay. Well. And that's where she met the little wizard that couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He was adorable. Yeah. And then he accidentally turned her into a human. Yes. And then what happened? And then they met up with that group of weird people in the forest. And they picked up that other woman who then went on the rest of their adventure with them. And they went to a castle to find out what had happened to the other unicorns. But they had to dodge the Red Bull because he was who had driven the unicorns into the sea. Oh, yeah. The Red Bull doesn't give you wings. The Red Bull no. drives you into the into sea. Into the sea. So all of the other unicorns were in the sea. Mm-hmm. And then she was still human. So she started to forget all of her unicorn hopes and dreams. And she was going to, like, marry this prince. But then she got turned back into a unicorn. And... Killed the Red Bull. Yeah. And all of the other unicorns came out of the sea. And they rejoiced. They were like surfing the waves. That was a, that was a great scene. Yeah. They, yeah. It was a strange movie. It was, but I feel like it was like that king just kept collecting things that he thought would make him happy. Like he adopted that kid. That didn't make him happy. Then he like was like, give me a unicorn. He's like, this unicorn is not making me happy anymore. Now I need two unicorns. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I feel like there's a lesson in there. Yeah, everything, he just keep collecting things that would make him happy momentarily. Mm-hmm. And then he'd just be unhappy again. Exactly. There is, that feels very familiar. See? Yeah. Maybe I'm that king. <laughs> what have you been collecting? <laughs> Wives? <I can't. laughs> I still make I'm not, you happy. <laughs> I'm not collecting wives. Like I don't keep 
I mean, two is loading the start more of on. Collection, yeah, but I don't still have the one. first wife yeah. though. Like it's not like he let go one yeah, of the you, unicorns once you he got another unicorn. It. This does not spark joy in me anymore. Therefore, that's oh, what I did sorry. exactly. <laughs> Ask yourself: Does this wife spark joy? <laughs> she does not. Okay. Say goodbye. Yeah. A little and off topic. Sorry. You're one to talk, <gasps> Miss. I've been divorced once. Once. <laughs> okay. So that's the whole movie. That's the last unicorn. Yeah. Last unicorn it's a musical, on Earth. which I didn't remember, which is really strange that it was like a surprise musical. You said your parents would put this film on in like the bedroom and be like, "Here, watch this. You can sit on our bed and watch the movie." Don't come out of this room. Yeah, when they would have company over. Yeah, and that's how they'd keep you occupied. Yeah, and my mom didn't remember that. Did you see the other day I mentioned it to her, and she was like, I've never heard of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> but you remembered it. I do. And that was like a big big night for you, right? Yeah. And you'd get to watch The Last Unicorn. In their bedroom, yeah, because I didn't always get to hang out in there. Did your sister ever watch it with you? I would assume so. I mean, she's almost five years younger than me, so I may have been over it by the time she was old enough to really care. Mm. She probably gotcha. was in the room with me at some point, though. Gotcha. All right, and then we watched my favorite movie American as a Rabbit. as a small child. <laughs> That's right. It was called American Rabbit. Much better than I thought it was going to be. It was, at times, it like flirts with being like, sort of military propaganda. It does. It really does. It had some Captain America vibes. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely a little bit of nationalism there as it's the American rabbit. And when he becomes a superhero, he turns red, white, and blue with the stars and stripes and roller skates yeah. on his feet for some reason. Yeah, that he does not use. No, because he flies. Right. Maybe they help him fly. I don't know. But anyways, that whole thing. But... But other than that, he never like ha he doesn't like report to somebody in the military. Well, he kind of has that mentor dude. Yeah, but there's not. He's not yeah. in the military or anything. Like we don't know. We he's don't just know kind if there of. There was a military. There's like a greaser gang. And yeah, the like, jackals. That woman that was kind of hitting on him, which was weird. The sexy, the, the sexy, sexy rabbit. bunny. Yeah. yeah, the original Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I love the American Rabbit. I loved his red, white, and blue that he turned into, and his roller skates that helped him fly, mm -hmm. and the bad he guy didn't jackals. Need his glasses when he was American. He Rabbit. didn't need his like glasses. Superman. That's right. And yeah, he's sort of a mentor, and he kind of once he left, he just I think he lost all contact with his parents forever. It seemed like it, yeah. They're just like how real rabbits are. Yeah, they were just like, you just have to go on with your life and not like have parents anymore. Yeah. You're 14 now. Yep. Get on with your life, dude. Get out there. It was a real meandering story. An awful lot happened. He was in a band. He played the piano. They were on like a river boat that blew up. I mean, it was They took all, a road trip. It was all over the place. Then the Statue of Liberty got taken hostage. Yeah. They went and... to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. And then the... They met that creepy panda who then... Went with them everywhere. The gang of jackals was led by some guy in a suit whose face you never saw that yeah. turned out to be a vulture. Which was weird because the vulture was also sitting on top of his head the whole time. And it talked, yeah. Yeah, real weird. But I think overall, pretty good movie. Sure, yeah. 
as far as movies that you watched a lot when you were five years I old go. I had real low expectations because of how you had described it to me, and it exceeded those. You know, the animation was pretty good, and I'd it say was. in both of them that we watched, they were... Keep it down over there. <laughs> Somebody's trying to join the podcast. Has a lot to say. I'd say the animation was pretty good, and in both cases... A lot of Japanese animation yeah. uh, animators on it. And you can tell, for sure. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, like we were watching the the Last Unicorn, and we were like, this is like anime yeah. right now. Yeah, those big eyes yeah. and kind of like rounded edges on everything. Um, I'm going to name some of the movies that people sent in as their favorites that they've rewatched a bunch of times. And... All that I want is for you to tell me whether you li- you've watched this movie more or less than five times. Okay. Okay? Because I think five is like a good number of times to watch a movie. If you yeah. watch a movie more than five times, then you clearly like that movie right. a lot, right? I mean, I don't watch movies I don't like five times. So. Right. Um, the Iron Giant. No. Less. Less. Okay. <laughs> False. <laughs> Sorry. Have you never seen it? Uh, no, I've seen it. But okay, I, okay. Only once. Well, when you said no, I was just like, I assume that meant like zero. Oh. We're okay. We're back. Okay. Zero. Zero. False times. <laughs> uh, False. I have not seen The Iron Giant. Okay. More the, than once. The Princess Bride. More than five times. Okay. Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Less than five times. Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So many times. More than five? Yeah. More than 10? Yeah. More than 20? Mm, it's probably getting close. I'm pretty old, and I've probably seen it like once a year at the very <laughs> least since I was like 10. <laughs> okay. I'd say I've probably seen it about 10 times. Or and so. probably like five of those were with me. That might be true, actually. Ghostbusters. Mm, less. Angels in the Outfield? Less. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that. I have seen it, but... Uh, Dirty Dancing. Probably right around five times. Okay. What about, on the topic of dancing movies... Okay. What about Footloose? (laughs) So much more than five times. How many times do you think you've watched Footloose? I have no idea. Was it that you had a crush on Kevin Bacon? No, I just loved to dance when I was like five years old. Would you act it out as you were watching yes. it? You'd like dance around the house yes, as that, it was well, happening? that's why I had to watch it in the basement. Your parents made you watch it in the basement? They made me watch it in the basement, but if I was on the like... They didn't make you watch it, but if you were watching it, you had to be in the basement. I mean, I think they got tired of me demanding that they watch my choreography mm-hmm. in the living room. So. I can't imagine that out of your parents. <laughs> they got tired of the Footloose music, I believe. Okay, I don't blame. Them. Did you watch other dancing movies or just Footloose? That's the only one I can remember until you like Flashdance. Yeah, I, I have watched Flashdance, okay. and then I liked all of the like Step Up movies. Save the Last Dance. Yeah, that was a good one. Step Up. I like. Yeah, I like dance movies. You know who loves the Step Up movies? Who? Bill McMorrow. Really? Yeah, he they're good loves movies. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and I have a lot in common. Uh, okay, what about? More or less five times Hook. Oh, probably more. That's just a great movie. I know you watched it like last week, yeah. so probably more, right? Labyrinth. Oh, so many more. Okay. Drop Dead Fred. I don't think I've seen that. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay, well, I'll say that I've seen that one more than five times. I watched that on a loop for a while. <laughs> Charlie in the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, whichever one it's actually called. I can't remember. Uh, less. Okay. I like the books a lot, the, the movie not as much. The Goonies. Oh, that's I've seen Goonies a lot. Yeah. As an old person, more okay. than five times. And Stand By Me, the... Stephen King movie. Oh, I think I've only seen that once or twice. It's a good movie, though. The children that are looking for a dead body. Yeah. What a premise for a movie. Right? It's like, let's go find this. Um, yeah, I think I've only seen Stand By Me like twice. Yeah. We should watch that. Okay. I think it, it's probably still good. Um, okay, that's all of the movies that I had written down. My Girl wasn't on that list. I've seen My Girl a bunch of times. What do you think is the movie that you've seen the most? Probably The like, Labyrinth. In your lifetime, not even just limited to that childhood, but... Yeah, I mean forever. Labyrinth or Monty Python's Holy Grail. Okay. Probably probably the Holy Grail because my dad would actually watch that with me. Nobody ever wants to watch The Labyrinth with me. I watched it with you. You did, and you liked yeah. it more than you thought you would. Yeah. I'd say the movie that I watched the most, most was probably Office Space. Mm. It's and a great movie. It is. It's a great movie. And then um, Gladiator and mm. Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. And American Beauty I watched so many times when I was, I don't know, 19 or so because those are the first three movies we had on DVD. So we had no other movies. I always picture you as the kid at the beginning of American Beauty, just like filming that grocery bag floating around because you told me that you saved up all your money to get a camcorder. And I just picture a little Sean Carter, like in the grocery store parking lot after his his shift ends, just <laughs> filming some grocery bags floating around, making art or art, as you would say on the South Shore. I would not say art. Art. <laughs> I would say art. Oh, okay. Because I don't have a Boston accent. Mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. a Tennessee accent. Oh, and that's how we say art. Sure. <laughs> and I did, you're right, I saved up my money when I was young and I had a paper route and I knew I needed $600 to get a video camera from Leechmere mm -hmm. or Circuit City. I can't remember. I'd look at the classified, not the classified, the um, flyers. Oh, yeah. I'd look at those like every weekend. Like, how much can I get? It? How much? What's the best price? Where can I get it? And I saved up for so long to buy a video camera as a kid. It's so cute. And uh, that video camera didn't even make phone calls or anything. It was <laughs> just a video camera. And once I got it, I made all kinds of dumb videos with my brother bet you did. and my neighbors. And I still have those today. Oh. Why have um, we never watched them? Because I don't have a way to convert them. I will get you away. To digital. If I had known they form. existed, I would. Or I would start posting these on YouTube right now. My dad has a VHS ripper. No, they're not on VHS. They're those little, like, Super 8, oh, or whatever yeah. you call them. Um, the cassettes, the little. Yeah, they're like the mini cassettes. Yeah. And you have to. I used to be able to import those from my camera into the computer, but mm -hmm. the wire that I used isn't like on any like modern computers. Sure. It I'll doesn't do some have research. We can figure this input out. anymore. So uh, I'm not able to do it, but 
if we ever get one, if we ever figure out how to import it and turn it into digital files, then I will uh, post some of these in the Pick Aside Stupid group. Great. And people can watch what ridiculous stuff I... Patreon. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll put them up on the Patreon. We can't just be giving them away to anybody. <laughs> just just whoever wants to see them know. If you want to see me acting a fool at 13 years old, 14 years old. I do want to see that. You get on the Patreon. Um, anyways, I feel like we've talked about a lot of important movies tonight. I and do too. A lot of important Dolly talk. Mm-hmm. And, um, I really want to go to Dollywood when this when the pandemic's over. Yeah, when it's over. Someday. We're going to Dollywood. Yeah, I'll go to Dollywood. I feel it's like I won the Super Bowl. I'm going to Dollywood. <laughs> um but let's uh go eat some banana bread now. It's not ready, but soon. I was just that was for like our listeners to oh, I'm sorry. think that we were signing off. I didn't by mean to step on your going to eat banana line. bread. Say it again and I won't screw it up. Hey, let's let's go eat the delicious banana bread that you made tonight, Sarah. Let's do it. Sounds great. Okay. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next week. I think we're gonna talk about love again for the third year in a row, Valentine's Day. Woohoo. Love, love. Do you have any big plans for me for Valentine's Day? <laughs> Okay, goodbye. I thought we'd have dinner in our house. Pick a side, pick a side, stupid. Pick a pick a side, pick a side, stupid. Pick a pick a side, pick a side, stupid.